At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Glad to be back. We were gone for a couple of days. Amal, you were in New York. I was in Iowa, but we're here. Um, pretty surprising Sunday in the NFL. The teams you thought were very good did not play well. What was a bigger surprise to you? Uh, the fact that the Buffalo Bills lost to Urban Meyer and the Jaguars or the fact that the Denver Broncos were up 30 to nothing on the Cowboys in Jerry World in the fourth quarter? I would go with the latter, simply because I didn't think Denver could score 30 points in a scrimmage, let alone in an NFL game against this Cowboys defense that played particularly well against Minnesota last week. A precipitous drop-off for Mike McCarthy's team. Probably didn't get them motivated. Well, I said it's going to come, right? This team cannot <laughs> handle prosperity. Yeah, exactly. Which week is it going to be? You know, on Gil's podcast, we do which favorite of six and a half or more is more likely to lose. I was the only one that said Dallas. And Gil said, are you serious with that pick? Because they, they all said Kansas City. And uh, I said, yeah, I'm very serious. Because one of these weeks, they're going to lay an egg here. They, they just can't. They cannot keep playing this well because Dallas never does. And, and. The reality of it is they're a good football team. Yeah. They're not a great or an elite football team, and I thought it kind of showed itself. Dak Prescott showed why there's big question marks at times when you consider him an elite-level passer. You know, I was kind of ranking him fairly high in the middle of the season, but took a huge step back after the stats were meaningless. They came in garbage time. Once it was 19 nothing, you felt like the game was over. 
Yeah, I felt like anything that Dak did in the second half or Matthew Stafford did in the second half was garbage time. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen a player individually lose a football game for his team. But Matthew Stafford yesterday single-handedly lost that game for the Rams. That interception that was what first and goal about the two- or three-yard line and then the pick six. Um, and, you know, I was just kind of watching the game, wasn't really paying that close attention, but then I looked in the survivor pool, I saw 11 people on the Rams. I was like, all right, let's go Titans. Um we're down under 700. You still have both years left. Is no, that I do correct? not have both. Oh, no. You Bulls. have one left. Yes. You had Baltimore. Yes. You split the picks this you, week? Uh, yes, I did. With Buffalo? Who was yeah, the other? Buffalo. Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you have one left. Yes. Well, one out of 700 is better than two out of 4,200, right? That's fair. Okay. But, but you know, I, if you look at the standings, yeah. out of the 12 top 12 teams in the NFL, I have 11 remaining. Yeah. That's good. I think if Pittsburgh wins tonight, E'll have three left out of the. Uh, out of his uh, original, or four left out of his original six. Three in with the Steelers tonight. All right, you talked about Matt Stafford. Let's get to what we like to do on Mondays at the top of the show, what we call Shaw Nanigans or Amal's Naughty List. And let's start out in college football with your quarterback, C.J. Straub. Yeah, I don't know if I want him to be my quarterback. I know he's going to be a top-flight pick eventually, but he's got to get better. C.J. Straub looked pedestrian. You know, Jackson Smith and Jigba had one of the great games for a Buckeye receiver of all time against Nebraska, but Mike... It was really the catch and run on that play for a 75 or 80 yards for the touchdown. Stroud threw an interception early in the first half. I don't even know how he saw a Buckeye receiver because he was covered so well. But I will say in his defense, the Nebraska uh, defensive back was wide open. And so he hit him on that play. But failed throws, failure to execute. And give Nebraska's run defense credit. They did a tremendous job on Travion Henderson, who still came close to 100 yards. But Buckeyes were fortunate in that game. Uh, them, Alabama, uh, you know, didn't look particularly great, but I'm sure Alabama got about 33 first-place votes after that performance. You know, they never drop ever, but Ohio State dropped in the rankings because Oregon beat that offensive juggernaut, Washington. Since their loss to Bowling Green at home, the Gophers had been playing great yes. football. And then P.J. Fleck ran into Brett Bielema. It is tough to out-scheme a team that only goes one-dimensional with running the football. I mean, you couldn't move the football in this team. Come on, give me a break. Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey, went into Champaign and win this game. Now, this game in the Twin Cities, you don't win this game against PG, uh, Excuse me, against uh, the Illini. Pathetic performance. You know what? This is the one thing I will say about Nick Saban. That's what's made him so great for the last 15 years is they win these kinds of games. They don't have these hiccups. Even though they were struggling against uh, LSU and they could have lost that game, they still found a way to win this game. The boat rower, here's the best part about the boat rower. They just signed him through 2028. Yeah. You think the University of Minnesota Athletic Department doesn't want to have that back? By the way, do, to all you idiot ADs who don't understand this, there's only a certain number of schools that can hire guys. Texas Tech, Baylor, they're not paying these guys. And if they want these average pedestrian co- uh, coaches, let them have them. Stop overpaying. Did you see that article in ESPN about the amount of money that is being paid in dead money to coaches? No, I did not. It's over half a billion dollars. How are you not putting a Mossad hit team together to take out these coaches? Minnesota was in great shape in the Big Ten West. The shocking loss to Illinois drops four teams into a tie with two losses. And I'll, question, I'll have a question about that when we get into college football, about is there a betting opportunity there right now? Michigan State, the bowl committee seated them third in their initial rankings, and they went right to West Lafayette and got whacked by the Boilermakers. Yeah, a bunch of geniuses <laughs> that bowl committee. I told you, look, we don't know how good Michigan State truly is yeah. because we don't know how good Michigan is. Mm-hmm. And that question mark still remains with Michigan State. They go into West Lafayette, you know, that house of horrors over there uh, for so many teams in the past outside of Ohio State. Uh, Buckeyes absolutely getting worked there a couple of years ago. But to me, when you look at this game, I thought Walker was outstanding. Still should be the Heisman front runner in my opinion, because I don't see anybody else in contention right now. Who are you going to put? Bryce Young, because he threw a couple of touchdown passes and scored 20 points. 
uh, Walker still, even though his team loses this football game, it's not his fault the defense gave up 40 points. He's got to be the guy right now, the leader in the clubhouse. Dave Aranda. Listen, you get Gary Patterson. Mm. You have an opportunity against Jerry Kill. Mm. Instead, obviously the guys at TCU were happy to see Gary Patterson go. They showed out with an effort against Baylor, but I thought this was a great opportunity to set up a showdown against Oklahoma. Failure to do so by Dave Aranda's squad. These are the type of games you've got to win if you want to become an elite-level program and a failure in what we've seen there. Uh, and another Big 12 team failing, of course, Texas. Who's the second-best team in the Big 12 right now? Good question. Uh, probably Oklahoma State or Iowa State. It's, yeah, that's a, they play a close game in yeah, Ames, exactly. right? I mean, yeah. could have went either way. Um, all right, let's get to the pros. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. Yeah, I saw a great clip on the Sunday night game where Josh Allen uh, of the uh, Jaguars, yeah, he goes, I, and I took that personally, <laughs> and Josh Allen with a tremendous game, a sack, a forced fumble, or excuse me, fumble recovery and a pick. He was unbelievable. But Josh Allen, some of these throws, what is he doing? Look, I've said this, and I still maintain the statement. I think Josh Allen's a very good quarterback. But Stephon Diggs is a difference maker for him, and he can't make the plays for him when this guy makes dumb plays and bad plays. They killed themselves. How about Wright, the kicker for uh, Jacksonville, missing three kicks, 42, 47, and 42, still allowing this Jacksonville team with an opportunity to hang around, hang around, hang around, and they still failed to take advantage of it. And give the Rams credit when they won these games against these bad opponents like the Texans and all these other opponents. And you look at this Jack, a Buffalo team, Mike, now they're sitting behind Tennessee, two games back at Tennessee, because remember the Titans hold the head-to-head and behind the Ravens. All right, we talked about Matt Stafford and Mike McCarthy. The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I tell you what, you have a huge lead against Lamar Jackson. By the way, Lamar Jackson, can, can we just address one thing? This guy cannot throw the ball consistently for 10 straight passes. That game against the Colts was an absolute aberration. I mean, you feel like somebody's going to wind up with a herniated disc trying to dive for one of his passes. It's so bad. I mean, these throws are so errant, and Minnesota squanders an opportunity, couldn't get a stop when they needed it. They blow this game, and I thought the uh, pass interference call at the end of the first half was really critical, allowing uh, Baltimore to get back in this game. Uh, the other thing was, I had said, I thought Minnesota should gamble and go for two, but at the same time, you can argue by going for one, it put uh, Baltimore in a situation where they wouldn't be as aggressive. I just thought you'd take a chance and go up against that de- uh, defense right there and try to win the ball game, and then hope your defense can get a stop. Carolina Panthers quarterback Sam Darnold. Yeah, it's it, listen. Uh, my apologies to Adam Gase. You're still terrible, but the bottom line is, Sam Darnold cannot play. This guy is god awful putrid. It is amazing. This guy gets recycled more than plastic. How is this guy starting in the NFL, Mike? He has no business being a starting quarterback. How about that throw to Robbie Anderson? I mean, absolutely just errant on the pass. And the Patriots take advantage of it, running it all the way back for a touchdown. Donald, 16 for 33 with three picks. We should give him those three as completion, so he'd at least be over 50% in this game. Yeah, and then uh, let's close um, Amal with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you got in there Colt McCoy. Not Case, but Colt McCoy. You got an opportunity. Get something done. But no, the 49ers flat out laid an egg. Season's probably over now. You look at this team, three and five. They still could have a possibility of making a push, but it's hard to see them making up any ground in terms of the division. So you've got you're looking at two potential wild card spots: five and three, New Orleans, uh, Minnesota sitting at three and five. Nobody really from the NFC East, despite the fact that the Giants beat the Raiders. Uh, Atlanta sitting at four and four. I mean, if you're San Francisco, you took what a missed opportunity with no Kyler Murray and D Hop in the lineup. 
All right, uh, let's get save the birding questions for the next segment. Let's talk about Monday Night Football tonight. Still, we have a good chunk of people on the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are hosting the Chicago Bears tonight at Heinz Field. This number sits at either 6.5 or 7 in some places. Now, if it's 7, you get juice uh, on the dog, the Bears, plus 7, lay the juice. Or if you're laying 6.5, you're laying the juice. Total in this game, anywhere from 39.5 to 40.5 a mall. This is a team, a matchup of two teams with offenses that could be called challenged. Yeah, very nicely put. Uh, you look at this Bears team, the more importantly, though, they're without Khalil Mack again. That's going to be a big blow for them defensively. Uh, I look at this team from an offensive standpoint. They're going to really struggle against this uh, uh, Steelers team. I think this is a game towards the under. I think both defenses should be able to really dominate the run of play. First one to get to 20 should probably win this football game. Maybe you can hit a couple of big plays. Uh, by the way, Heinz Field, right behind Iowa State, Ames, where you were this weekend with the uh, three-inch grass. Hopefully they'll cut it by kickoff here uh, between the Steelers and the Bears. But I think if you're the Bears, you got to get pressure on Ben Roethlisberger if you're going to have a chance. I just don't know if this offense is going to be able to generate enough drives and sequences where they put themselves in a position to be successful. I would look towards the under in this game. Don't like the seven here. You really want to lay seven with the Bears? I mean, excuse me, with the Steelers? No, if at seven, I would. if I was forced, I would take the Bears in this I would spot. Agree with you there. Although this isn't really a game I want to be interested in. Um, you know, maybe this is an in-game opportunity if you come out and you look. Is the offensive line able to protect Big Ben? If Pittsburgh is able to move the ball at all here, I mean, they should win this game. Yeah. I, because the Bears have just not demonstrated the ability to be consistent on offense or have any type of an aerial attack. More importantly, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to ask me about this game tomorrow? I just need to know, so if i got to dedicate three hours to this game today. Well, you could catch it, the recap here. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the highlight... The highlights might be a very short package. Fairly liberal with that S at the end of the word highlights. Yeah, highlight. There could be. There could be some defensive score. That, that's a, <laughs> it's tough to play under 39.5 or 40 in the NFL, though. Because It is. It really is. You get, look at the Vikings game. You get a punt return. You get a big play. You get a defensive touchdown here. Uh, anything can happen. All right, when we come back, we're going to have our burning questions for both the NFL and college football. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, and a mall's personal favorite, citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strings, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm all Shaw with Mike Palm, and we like to play our burning questions on Monday. So let's start with this. Amal, was it a good week or a bad week for Aaron Rodgers? A bad week in the fact that it seems he was deceptive about being vaccinated and evasive with his answers, uh, and he's facing uh, a lot of heat in the media for that. Or was it a good week for him in the fact that pro football focus's number one offensive coordinator, number one play caller, Matt LaFleur, could generate nothing without Aaron Rodgers on the field? Well, don't forget the seven they did get. Well, yeah, on, give, late, give him full late, credit. A late seven against against the semi-pro defense. Uh, Kansas that's City very true, hey, but they, most importantly, <laughs> they got the cover on the game, right? But that is true. Yeah, they got the cover there. I'll tell you what, I was watching some of that game. I saw the second half. I didn't see any of the first half. And I'll tell you what, uh, I'm watching that game, watching uh, Jordan Love, and I'm sitting there thinking two things to myself. One of the things you just uh, brought up, which is 
this guy Jordan Love can't play. This is what happens when you take stiffs out of Utah State. And how do you waste a first-round pick on this guy when you've got Aaron Rodgers with an opportunity to win a championship? Bonchip, you know what? I, I like what the Rams are doing. Listen, they're like, we're going to blow the bridge up. We don't care what happens. We're not going to have to worry about walking back over into the other side. Either we win the Super Bowl this year or we don't. And I thought the Packers should have been all in. You talk about Aaron Rodgers. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I go to the front office today and say, here's the deal. I want a seven-year extension for about 175, whatever the going rate is, 40 million, so 280 million. If I don't get that, I'm not playing the rest of the season. That's it. I'm holding out. I don't care. I got enough money. I am not showing back up unless I get a seven-year 280 deal. Do they make the playoffs and or win the division without Aaron Rodgers? Are you, did you watch that game against that defense? That defense. They still got the Bears and the Lions twice, right? Yeah, yeah they do, but here's the problem. <laughs> that that, uh, that offense will not get the benefit of playing the Kansas City defense every yeah. week. I mean, they're gonna Detroit's defense is probably comparable to this Kansas City defense. All right, question number two. Are the Titans the best team in the NFL right now? In the last four weeks, they've beat the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, and the Rams without Derrick Henry. According to Super Bowl odds, they're actually the fourth choice right now behind the Bucks, Bills, and Rams. Titans 10 to 1. Well, I think you have to like their chances because now they have a two-game lead over Buffalo because the head-to-head result currently sitting at six and two, Buffalo at five and three. Ravens at 5-2, and two. and I'll tell you right now, when you see the Ravens get to the playoffs and Lamar's got to throw the ball, you're in trouble unless you're playing the Colts. They're going to be in serious uh, predicament. They're going to be in a serious predicament there. I think you have to look at Tennessee, at least in the AFC. You have to like their chances. Now, no Derrick Henry could have an impact later on. And A.J. Brown had a couple of drops last night, a uh, critical third down one. But overall, I think this team is extremely dangerous and nobody's talking about them. We had the conversation last week, who are the best five head coaches in the NFL mm-hmm. right now? Neither of us had Mike Vrabel on our list. Is he close, or should he be there? Yeah, I just didn't want to appear to have a Buckeye bias. <laughs> that was hard. Now, you know, I, I actually think he's a really good coach. If you look at some of the things, and he intentionally will create some penalties in situations where they jump offside or false start, what have you. He's very, he's very in tune with what needs to go on in terms of time scoring situation. I think he does a great job. That's funny you bring that up, though. I didn't even think about him, and I think he probably deserves more consideration than I've given him. He's taken this team two years in a row deep into the playoffs. Yeah. With Tannehill as his quarterback and a below-average defense at best. You're absolutely right. I mean, this defense last night, though, looked like the 85 Bears. <laughs> um, question number three. Will Arthur Smith, in his first season as a head coach, lead the Atlanta Falcons to the playoffs? Yes is plus 250, no minus 360. Mike, I think you have to take a look at the yes right now. When you look mm-hmm. at the NFC standings and where they're at, they've got a pretty good chance. Uh, currently, in terms of the wild card, they're right there. They're ahead of Carolina. Okay, we're taking Matt Ryan over Sam Darnold. Uh, I am taking Matt Ryan. I'm not taking Matt Ryan over Kirk Cousins at this point in time, but Minnesota's 3-5. Three three and five. And five now. Yeah, and we know Minnesota's going to lose a tight game. Kirk Cousins can't deliver. Anthony Barr makes one of the best defensive plays of the season. Tip and catch that ball. Unbelievable. They got the ball to their own 39, the game in their hands. They need two first downs. Yeah, exactly. Right? And you're going to have a shot to kick the field goal that they got one yard. Three plays, yeah, exactly. one yard. And by the way, Kirk back. Cousins, this guy can't play against the Blitz. Uh, do you see the blitz by Baltimore and the ball just harmlessly falls to the ground like a dud grenade? I thought, I, I, I and I think Don Martindale's a top three defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. but on that fourth and eight or whatever it was, yeah. when they talk, I, why didn't you put more pressure on Cousins? You can't let those receivers make two moves and let him throw the ball there. Listen, Thielen's going to mm-hmm. run an out yeah. or a quick yeah. slant. You take your chance. If you can cover him, you yeah. cover him. If you don't, you don't. But I'm bringing pressure on Cousins every day of the week. I think the quarterbacks in the NFL are too good, even, not including Sam Darnold. But most of them, if you give them an opportunity, they're going to pick you apart. We're through week nine with the conclusion of tonight's game in an 18-week season, 17-game season. So we're at the halfway point, Amal. Right now, who's your NFL MVP? 
Well, it would have been Derrick Henry, really, mm. because even though he's missed uh, now, what is this, two games? Uh, I still think he's been the best player overall in terms of how he's impacted that Tennessee team. I'll give you the top uh, six choices. Co-favorites, Josh Allen and Tom Brady at plus 350. Oh, so this is for the entire of the season. You're not yeah. saying midway point. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm saying who right now who is. Yeah, but but yeah, this, okay. is, this is the betting sure. market for the season. Allen and Brady plus 350 each. Kyler Murray's plus 750. Matt Stafford, one-time leader, is 8-1. to one. Lamar Jackson's 10-1. to one, And Aaron Rodgers, 12-1. to one. I don't think Josh Allen's going to be there at the end. Um, I think Kyler's got a great chance. Even though they won this game against San Francisco, if this team winds up 13-4, and 14-3, and 15-2, Kyler Murray's got to get strong consideration. Will um, the issue here about vaccination hurt Rodgers in voting at the end of the year? Let's say he only misses uh, one or two games and has a strong season. Do you think I, it will I, weigh yes, in voters' yes, minds? I, I do. Okay. All right, let's flip the script to college football right now with the college football burning questions. Let's start out with the Big Ten West. As I said, four teams tied with two losses in the division at four and two. That's Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue, and Iowa. Here's my question. Is Wisconsin going to be your Big Ten West champion? Come on, we already knew that before the season. Well, I thought Iowa was going to be when I made the bet at Iowa at eight to one to win the to win the Big Ten, trying to just lay off in the top. If Wisconsin plays Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, what's the spread? I know there's there's still games to play there, but Ohio State but stands alone in the East. Eight and a half, seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Eight. I mean, you didn't remember, it can't be touchdown. too big because no, Wisconsin se- won't give up a lot of points. Well, seven, seven and a half. Yeah, I, I think it's north of seven. Maybe You're right, maybe eight and a half or nine. Which team's underwhelming performance this past weekend will hurt them the most for the college football playoffs? Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, or Cincinnati? Uh, Cincinnati. Because I still think, you look at these other teams you mentioned, they've got a chance to win their leagues, and they're probably going to be able to get in the playoff. That loss by Purdue, I'm not sure if it, it hurt the Buckeyes in the sense that you would have been playing potentially a top three team, but Purdue's not going to be ranked, so you can wind up with more ranked teams that you faced off when you play them. Yeah. Um, and then finally, this is the final college football uh, burning question. Who will be the Florida Gators head coach next year? Uh, well, we know Todd Grantham, the defensive coordinator, got fired. And by the way, you talk about laying an egg. And you know what really ticks me off? What a miserable loss that was. It, it was. But I, I got to eat crow now on Dan Mullen from you. That's what really annoys me about this game. I didn't see much of any games on Saturday. They were a 20-point favorite. Dude, listen, they were lucky if they got 20 points, yeah. okay? <laughs> they did. Um, they got 17. They've kind of quit on him. And, and you know, yeah. I, I thought the difference what Kirby Smart said for people that aren't aware, he said you're recruiting all the time. Dan Mullen said we'll get to it at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have plenty of time in the unemployment line. <laughs> All right, let's go to Wilder right now with some of the top matchups of the weekend. Uh, Michigan still undefeated, took care of business at home against Indiana. They go to Happy Valley to take on Penn State. I know you probably haven't seen any college I football. I have not seen so any. I don't even Penn know who's State playing is, next weekend. So let's start out here. Penn State hosts Michigan. What's the number? Penn State hosts Michigan. Penn State minus, uh, minus three and a half. Penn State minus one. So you would say that is wild. That is 100% wild. Penn State's still a better team than Michigan. This defense is elite. Uh, by the way, this total looks a little bit high to you, doesn't it? 48 and a half? Uh, yeah, I thought that uh, about Michigan, Michigan State, too, and they scored 70-some points. Well, listen, I, I hate defending the Wolverines, but the one thing that you have to say is I, I genuinely thought the Peyton, uh, excuse me, uh, not Peyton Thorne, Walker fumble was actually a fumble, and I thought the defender had the sack fumble that should have been a touchdown for Michigan. That game probably doesn't turn out that way if Michigan, uh, the calls go in their favor. The Georgia Bulldogs got off to a sluggish start against Missouri. Still took care of business, although they didn't cover that huge number. Now they travel to Knoxville to take on Tennessee at Neyland Stadium. 
Bulldogs, lane 20, a total of 55. Is 20 Wilder right, Amal? Uh, that is uh, that is right. I think Tennessee's in trouble. Uh, they're going to have a hard time moving the ball on this defense. This defense has got to be talked about as one of the all-time defenses at this point in time. They are unbelievable. In a day and age when Wake Forest and North Carolina are scoring like it's a basketball game. Georgia Tech gave the Hurricanes all they wanted. Yep. Uh, Miami came out victorious. That was one of the better games of the day, if you got a chance to see that. Now Miami goes to the Doak in what was a traditionally a huge game every year about 20 years ago and takes on Florida State. Miami lane two and a half at Tallahassee with a total of 61. It's two and a half, Wilder, right? Uh, I think this is right. I, I think when you look at it, Miami, I would have probably made this three yeah, in I favor of the Hurricanes, but I think this number is correct when you look at this as in a kind of just with the matchup. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue down the top college football matchups with Wilder, right? This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport. Bet point spread weekly every Wednesday, plus in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com and the upcoming college hoops betting guide from our guy, the Greg Peterson Experience. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw, and we're right in the middle of Wilder Right for College Football Lines this week. We talked about the Big Ten West race. Uh, it's probably going to go through Madison, and they are hosting a game at Camp Randall this weekend against a very, very down team in Northwestern. This may be Pat Fitzgerald's worst team. Um, they did mount a little rally there against Iowa and make it interesting late, but uh, just too many interceptions for uh, Northwestern on Saturday night against the Hawkeyes. Wisconsin, home favorites of 24 with a total of 41. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this is right simply because I don't know what the line should be from this standpoint. There's a part of me that thinks it should be 27. There's another part of me that thinks it should be 21 because I don't know if Wisconsin is going to score enough to blow them out. But I want to tell you right now, the play here is – Northwestern team total under whatever it is. Well, it's got to be not like nine. nine. Yeah, what do we have? The total of 41? Yes, yeah, so eight, eight and a half. half. Eight yeah, and exactly. Half. Yeah. <laughs> got to go under. Are they scoring twice? Um, They're not scoring twice. Two field goals, maybe. Okay. It's just nine points. Meaning they did the nothing points. against Iowa. Then Iowa went into prevent and they let them go down the field and go 85 yards. Listen, you know. When they have a chance to get the shutout in the third, late yeah. fourth quarter, they're going to try and get it. It's got starting to put some points on the board here, though. Um, but this is a is high total in a game with that a high spread in that game with that low of a total. Okay, uh, Oklahoma goes to Baylor. You're disappointed Baylor couldn't take care of business at Amon Carter Stadium against TCU. This game here is interesting. Six down to five and a half in some spots uh, with a total of sixty three. Is six the right number on this game? No, I think the line should be seven. I think Oklahoma's still a better football team. I thought that was a bad loss for Dave Aranda's team. Now I think they'll bounce back, and I actually like Baylor getting the points here, but just based on what Oklahoma is, I thought a little bit wild. I thought this line should be seven. Would you lay here in this spot? Would you no, I would take. You would take? Take Baylor, yeah. you take Baylor here. Yeah, I think spot. they're going to play them tight. Okay. Is, is Oklahoma going to go undefeated this year? They they still have Bedlam, yeah, Baylor, yeah. and Iowa and State, and a Big Ten championship game against one of those three teams. Big Twelve championship, which would be against one of those three teams. Bedlam is in Stillwater, uh, or it's in Norman. I think it's, it's in Stillwater. It's got to be in Stillwater because they're home. They're home to Iowa State. Yes, so yeah, 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 yeah. I I like 
Oklahoma State to shock them. Mm. And then Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma to win in Jerry World? Yes. Okay. Um, Minnesota off the disappointing home loss to Illinois, uh, goes to Kinnick to take on the Hawkeyes. I'm going to tell you this. I have an opinion on this game, and I think this line is wild. What do you think? Have you seen the number yet? I have not. Okay. What would you make this game? Iowa hosting Minnesota. Uh, Hawkeyes minus uh, four. Okay, it's six. I think it's too much. I do too. I take the six with Minnesota here. Yeah, I think. Remember a couple years ago when they came in there. They won the game. Yeah, exactly. I I think Minnesota's going to be up for it uh, off that bad loss. Total of thirty-seven. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Spencer Petras got hurt uh, in the game against Northwestern in the first quarter. I'm not sure what his status is right now. That could be good for the Hawkeyes. It could be good for the. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They won Um, the game without him. Wow. This is. You know what, Mike? Boy, this is one where I want to kick opening kickoff return for a touchdown, so we can get to like. 39 and a half or and something then, over 38. And then go under. under. Yeah, and then exactly. Go under. All right. Uh, we mentioned TCU had the home win uh, against Baylor. They go to Stillwater this week to take on the Cowboys. I thought the Cowboys were impressive in going into Morgantown, shutting down West Virginia, completely handling them in that game. They come home. They're laying 13 to the Horned Frogs, total 54 and a half. Is 13 Wilder right? No, I think this number, well, I would have made the number 11. So I'll say it's a little bit wild, but I think Oklahoma Oklahoma State covers whether it's 11 or 13. I like the Cowboys to win by 14. This is a good defense. This is a very good very defense. good defense. Yeah, exactly. I, In I, the I, past few years, this you know this has been a switch for them. They were always yeah. this high scoring, throw the ball around with Gundy. They've been a better defensive team maybe the last three years. Also, the other thing is the TCU defense has been fairly weak this year. I think this is a good opportunity for Oklahoma State to be able to move the ball on this defense. Spencer Sanders got to play well here. I, I, I mentioned last week that I was going to the Texas Iowa State game. I did attend that Saturday night. Brees Hall's a beast. I mean, he's by far the best player on that. Did, did Purdy's sco- not going anywhere in the NFL. Yeah, I, did, Would yeah, you Brees- draft Brock Purdy? Even if it was for what, fourth, my scout team? fifth round or whatever. Yeah. I, I, did um, Brees Hall score a touchdown, rushing touchdown? Yes, he did. 47 yards on a toss. Made three cuts. Came right to us. We were at the end zone. Came running around. Ran wait, wait, right wait. To so us. it was a p- touchdown pass? It was No, it was a pitch. Sweep. Oh, it was a pitch. Okay, okay. And he made three it. cuts and broke it. Got it. Okay. But he gets so, a lot of hard yards between the tackles. He does. He is so good know? in between yeah. the tackle. He really is. He's tough to stop in that third and one, third yeah. and two scenario there. Uh, let's go to the Pac-12. Washington State goes to play Oregon here. What would you make this number before you see it? Uh, probably 18. It's 14. Okay. And I, wow. All of a sudden, get more respect at, yeah. uh, at Oregon than you are at Arizona State, yeah. huh? Four, four, yeah, exactly. What was it? 16 and, and a half? half yeah. Four, their ducks are laying 14, 56 and a half. Would you lay the 14 in this spot? I would not. Mm-hmm. This, these four teams up there, Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, these are some bitter rivalry games. And I like this team, team offensively, Deloria and t- the company. They can move the football. I just don't trust Anthony Brown. That's the big weakness. I think Oregon can play with anybody in the country if they just had an upgrade of a quarterback. Give me somebody else from the Pac-12. I don't care if it's Cameron Rising, DTR, uh, Daniels down at Arizona State. Just give me somebody besides Anthony Brown. God, he's awful. Do you think they can play with Georgia and Alabama? They'd be close to a three-touchdown dog to either one of them. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is can you get out in the field? They, they, they play mm-hmm. the edges. They've got speed. They've got Look, they've got the best player in college football. I mean, it's not like they haven't recruited. They may not be as good as Georgia or Alabama, but at the end of the day, how many teams really are? Purdue, impressive victory. Showed a lot of life there in that game. They were creative. They took chances. They led Michigan State from the get-go. Now they have to go to Columbus to take on the Buckeyes. What would you make this number? Uh, 
Buckeyes at home. They were 18, 19 against Penn State, 16, 17, uh, 16, 17, probably 21. 20. 20. Ohio State, 20, a total of 61 and a half of all. Um, For you, uh, this is right. Yeah, this is the right number. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to lay it with Ohio State. I would probably take it with Purdue first. I would take it. Yeah. Because I think absolutely. Purdue can keep the game close. I do too. I, I, I just don't know the Buckeyes, man. Stratos looked bad the last couple of weeks. Uh, how about the total? 61 and a half. Buckeye games all seem to go over yeah. outside of Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, I was impressed. I thought this was going to be the best game of the weekend in uh, College Station. And it was a very good defensive game. Both defenses dominated Auburn, Texas A&M. Texas A&M gets the, uh, the turnover for the touchdown. Uh, but that game was 3-3 three to three at the half. Texas A&M now goes on the road to Oxford to take on the Lane Train, who beat their former coach Hugh Freeze this weekend in Liberty. What would you make this number, A&M at Ole Miss? I would go A&M three. It's two. Okay. Two and 55 and a half. You know, it's a good I, defense. It is a good defense, and I think that's going to be the problem for Ole Miss. And, you know, the other thing is if you're Lane, you can't take the unnecessary risk that he's taken in some other spots at Auburn, at Alabama. I don't have the risk. I don't have a problem with the risk he took at Alabama, but I thought some against Auburn were just unnecessary. This kid, Colazzo, the quarterback for, for A&M, he, he throws the ball very hard, though, but he doesn't have much touch on the ball. Very tough. No, it's tough, though, in these short passes and the tight end and that. The ball comes in so hot. He, if he could just develop a little bit of touch... Uh, he might be able to take this team right. to the next level. Um, talked about those two games. All right, here's a, a good matchup in the SEC. Arkansas, uh, they took care of business against Mississippi State. Now they go to Death Valley to take on LSU. What would you make the number of this game, Arkansas at LSU? Uh, I would make Arkansas four-point favorite. One and a half. Wow, okay. 59 the total. Um, I thought that LSU kind of exhausted all the gas in the tank in that Alabama game. I think it's a bad matchup here. Even though this is a, also another somewhat rivalry game, we've seen some great matches between these two teams. I like Arkansas here, Lane too. College pro, so there's that difference. But like I thought, like the Lions, who pulled out all the stops and yeah. were right in that game with the Rams, and they lost. They were so flat against the Eagles, right? When yeah. you come so close, LSU down six and had two chances there at the end. I mean, that that, that game was within reach for them. It really was. It's just a missed opportunity if you're the LSU Tigers here. You feel like you could have gotten that game. Um, by the way, I, I haven't even seen much in terms of the Alabama. Uh, did we already just anoint them national championship for beating uh, LSU by six? No, no, but they're going to. You you don't believe if they, they have to win the SEC championship game to get in the playoff. How do they get in if they don't? They have two yeah. losses. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I, I agree with you, but would you be absolutely shocked if they got in with two losses? Oh, you mean that bastion of TV ratings, Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, mm. Dothan? Where else are we going to lay in there? Okay. Mobile? All right. Um, Central Florida goes to Dallas to take on SMU. SMU, lane seven and a half, 59 and a half. I thought the line was going to be six. So this uh, is wild then for you. Yeah, a little bit. To be on the other I, yeah, side of seven. I, I think, I don't know if the pony should be laying over a touchdown here against UCF. And UCF, I'll tell you what, the offense has really struggled uh, in terms of due to the injury at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see in this matchup. I'd probably take the Knights here plus seven and a half. All right. When we come back, we have plenty more college football to talk about, including Notre Dame still marching on towards 11-1. and one. They have to go on the road and take on one of the nation's top defenses in the University of Virginia. <laughs> Plus, the Palm Readers Playbook. That's next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays and all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their reduce the juice promotion on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9 with it. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is a Mall Shaw. I'm all no place today. I know you're traveling all no. weekend. Yeah. There's no soccer at all today. Uh, I saw that. I was looking at it this morning when I landed. I was checking the zero. phone. I was like, ah, nothing, huh? Yeah, yeah zero. Uh, and, and I don't have a strong play on Monday night. But I, I'm going to play a hockey game tonight for the play. Which one? Uh, how about these Florida Panthers? 10-0-1. Uh, wow. They're taking on the Rangers tonight. Um, Shesterkin, huh? Shesterkin against uh, uh, Knight. Spencer Knight, who's 4-0-1. Shesterkin's been great. Both these guys with the goal to get goals against under 2.5. I'm going to play the first period under here, Amal. Uh, under 1.5, minus 110. A quick question for you. Yeah. Okay, so you got the – I'm not a big fan of the first period under yep. plays, but I will tell you statistically you were correct in taking this because if you look at the scoring by periods, it's always greater in the second and the third period. But my question is sometimes why not just wait to see if you – and it may not come to fruition if you get a goal within the first five to six minutes mm-hmm. and then you're going to get a 2.5 in the period. Why not just take that? Because, because then you're going to have to lay 190. Got it. Okay. it moves so fast here. Here's the other thing. You, if you get five minutes in, I can take this minus 110 and go over one and a half and get plus 165, 170. Okay, so you can just play it's it for the first percentage. five. It's yeah. like no go first five. Uh, that's, that's a great if point you, get you just made. you get the first five, then you got to get it down to about the seven minute, eight minute, six, seven minute mark to get off of it. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to talk a little survivor before we get back into yeah. college football here. We had the massive carnage last week with the Bengals losing as the consensus choice. This week, the picks were spread out, but we had so many teams that lost. The 287 that took the Colts moved on, but the 249 that took the Bills at Jacksonville, out. Still 151 have the Steelers tonight. You had the Ravens on one of your tickets. You, along with another 125 entries, move on. 122 on the Saints, gone. 111 on the Cowboys, gone. 11 on the Rams last night, gone. Five on the Raiders, gone. One Bengals. And only one no pick this week. Yeah, so I'm sitting there watching the uh, the uh, Saints game on Sunday ticket on, on my iPad, and I'm like, come on, can't blow this game. And, of course, the Falcons blow it. And then the first play, boom, big one over the top. Uh, my big question mark is how did Patterson get caught with all that speed? Right. I, I was really shocked by that. But and then they almost fumbled. I know. <laughs> they did. I, he did fumble. They were lucky to get it back. Oh. And then uh, the Cowboys game, it was great that when McManus made the field goal to go up 19 nothing. I said, this thing is done. Because you didn't feel confident that Dallas was going to get either three touchdowns yeah. or two two-point conversions along the way with the field goals. You had two entries. Mm-hmm. Over 4,000 people started. Yeah. If I told you you have one entry left with seven less than 700 people, would you have been happy with that before uh, the absolutely. season started? Well, I looked at So last night, uh, or not last night, this morning as I was getting ready to get on the plane in New York, I was looking at it and I said, I was going through the standings in the NFL. And I was going through which teams I've taken. Mike, I've used eight teams out of nine that are sitting at 13 through 21. In terms of record. Yeah, in terms of record overall in the NFL. I've got one team that I've used in the top 12 based on record in the NFL. And that was last week. With that Baltimore. was this yesterday yeah. with Baltimore. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it doesn't mean anything because it's going to come down to one game. But what I find interesting is when people sit there and say, well, you shouldn't play Baltimore because I had somebody tell me you shouldn't play Baltimore. I said, you do realize you got to use 20 to 32 teams here. It's not like you're going to get uh, the Colts versus the Jets every week. 
I mean, you've got to take some risk in some of these games. Give me the Ravens and Harbaugh coming off a bye every day of the weekend. I lose, I lose. I'm taking my chances there. All right, let's get back to the college football wilder, right? SEC, we talked about Auburn, the tough, uh, tough game they had at Texas A&M. They come home to host Mississippi State, who lost at Fayetteville, which is a tough place to play. Auburn. Lane five and a half with a total of fifty a mile. Is five and a half wild or right? You know, I, I think this number is probably about right. Uh, this Auburn team is still pretty good. They've had three losses. Really, no shame in the losses. Uh, you lose to Georgia. You lose to Penn State. At Penn State and at A&M. And at A&M. So I think this team is very dangerous. I like the spot for them at home. I think they bounce back. I do too. I I would lay this number right yeah, now. Same here. here. I think it's going to go up. I mentioned Notre Dame. Um, they beat Navy. They handled Navy. Although the game was three to three halfway through the second was quarter. Was it really? I did. Oh, okay. They, they they struggled early in the game against them. Notre Dame goes to Virginia. We know uh, the defensive troubles that Virginia has had. What do you think the number is on this game? The game is in Charlottesville. Yes. Uh, UVA plus four. Yeah, four and a half. Notre okay. Dame lane four and a half. So that's right. Total here sixty four. I would like go over here. I would too. I think Notre Dame is going to score in the high thirties, and I think Virginia is going to be right there, step for step. We both said seventy six was too low. Wake Forest yeah. in North Carolina, they almost got there by halftime. <laughs> um, that, was it really? Well, it was. It was in the fifties at half. Oh I mean, wow! The, the game ended up fifty five, fifty two, something like I, that. I saw the final couple of minutes, and by the way, yeah. a terrific play by the North Carolina tight end to just bat yeah. the ball out of bounds on the onside's kick. Okay, uh, UNR still very much uh, in the race in the Mountain West. They travel south to take on San Diego State. The Aztecs laying two and a half with a total of 46 and a half. Uh, I like, uh, I think this number is correct, and I like San Diego State at home. I, I think their defense will be the difference. Their offense is anemic, but I, I still think you can move the ball on this uh, UNR team. That, that'll be the difference for me when you look at this one. And remember, this is probably going to determine the Mountain West, uh, Mountain West, West Division, in terms of who's going to be the one going to Las Vegas. Absolutely, huge matchup there. Thursday night, we have a big matchup in the ACC. North Carolina off their home victory, uh, although not upset of previously undefeated Wake Forest, as they were the favorite in that game. They take on Pitt. They go to play Pitt and Kenny Pickett. Pitt, lane six, with a total of 75. Is 75 high enough for this game? I don't think it is. I think we're going to see some scoring. It's going to be one of those old Thursday night games we used to see. Um, this should be a lot of fun. But I like Pittsburgh to cover the number here. I know North Carolina played well against Wake Forest, but Sam Hartman and company, their defense can't stop anybody. I, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. I mean, excuse me, covers the number. Okay. Colorado uh, goes to the Rose Bowl to take on UCLA. UCLA laying 15 with a total of 58. Like the Bruins. I, I thought you were going to say 18 or 19 mm -hmm. here. I actually had it as high as 20. I think the Bruins roll this Colorado team. They're just a bad football team. By the way, how's that Carl Durrell working at, experiment yeah. working out for you in Boulder? Yeah. Well, his old school, he gets to go up against it. They just can't score any points, Colorado. Uh, congratulations, by the way. Arizona got their first victory in two seasons. Yeah, by the way, it's bad news for Justin Wilcox. It is. That's a bad loss. I'm telling you right now, I... Listen, the Buckeyes athletic department doesn't always make a lot of good decisions. When Justin Wilcox gets fired at the end of the year, I want the Buckeyes to hire him as their D.C. He's a great defensive coach. I just don't have any offensive uh, continuity that, or uh, consistency. That game was 0-0 zero, zero at half in Tucson. We took a big bet on Arizona plus two and a half in the second half, and, wow. and it got there. Uh, and then um, Maryland uh, goes to East Lansing to take on a Michigan State team that suffered their first defeat at West Lafayette. Was that 14? Yeah, 13 and a half. 62 and a half. Um, I, I think Maryland's in trouble. I, I, look, Michigan State still has a lot to play for. It's right there for them. They can even get in the playoff. 
if they were to win out. And I think this is a game where they're going to be able to score some points here. We saw Penn State win this game comfortably against Maryland last week. I think Sparty bounces back offensively. Big day for Walker here. All right, let's talk about a couple of the key matchups in the NFL this week. Mm -hmm. You tell me the number. Okay. All right. The Cleveland Browns, off their victory over the Bengals, go to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. Uh, Browns won. New England, one and a half. Okay. Should be a good game. It should be a very good game, yeah. I think New England may be the most... It's hard to argue Tennessee because they were so bad against Arizona in week number one. Yeah. Is improved. But I think New England's starting to put stuff together here now. Their defense is playing well. It's really been the defense that's been the catalyst for this team. You know, I know Mac Jones has gotten a lot of credit, but I think a lot of it is the defense. Yeah, I would agree with you there. See the line now, two and a half at DraftKings. Okay, here's here's another one. Um, Vikings continue their road trip. They have to go from Baltimore now all the way to L.A. to SoFi to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Four and a half. Mm. Or four. Uh, maybe Chargers haven't been played as well. Maybe maybe three and a half. Two and a half here. Under Two a field goal? Yes. I, I don't even know if mentally Minnesota can get up for it after another collapse. Chargers at least got the win in Philadelphia. Now you got this team coming on the road. I like the Chargers here less than a field goal. I thought the line should have been. I'm just going based on where this team's at. Three and five. Lots of critical tight losses. They can't close out games. I'll take my chance with the Chargers here. Yeah. Two years ago when this game was in Carson, right, outdoors at that soccer field, yeah. remember the Vikings came in and just pummeled pummeled Anthony Lynn and the Chargers, like 44 to 10 or 9 yeah, or something game, like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I'd have thought this would have been a field goal here. But do you think you'll see Minnesota money anyhow? You see Minnesota money every week. Six probably was too high against the Ravens because so, they were coming off that bad loss yeah. on Sunday night. But this might be the opposite where it's a bad spot for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, you came within one down of it not being the bad, bad number, yeah. right? Like if they stop the, the, them, if Jefferson doesn't make the play on fourth and nine, they get the cover. Kansas City Chiefs took care of business against the Packers. This is a huge game in the AFC West. They come here to Las Vegas, to Allegiant Stadium, to take on the Raiders. Raiders home, what's the number? Chiefs minus three. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half here in this spot. The, the, this team is the greatest team ever assembled, according to the bookmakers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. They can't ever be an underdog. They're the they're the Alabama version of the NFL. I think the total's low, actually. No, I think I think this Raiders team is going to run the football and yeah. keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. All right. Please stay tuned to Visa. And up next, we've got betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.